Ja. Welcome to episode number 41 of the Random Podcast with me, the finest man in all the lands, the tallest leper of the coins, Mr. Mark. Talks about himself in third person, his. Dubious start once again. I'm not good at these starts. I'm not good at the middle and I whimper at the end. That is handy. Handy, handy, as we say in the handy business. My body gave me grief earlier for keep saying the word handy. Handy haze, I said back to him in the text. And he said, don't text me ever again. Handy, I wanted him out of my life anyway. Tit for tat. Handy for culling. What am I on about? Who knows? I can't remember the last time I did a podcast. Got to do it once a week, as the men tell me, the men in the black suits. Got to be consistent. I tell them I'm erratic. They tell me to leave their office. It's a good system that I have going on. Very, very good indeed. What's been going on? Oh, I've been doing some dumb, 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 diddly, dumb stuff. Happy days. Move the boards. A board, if you don't know, is a word for an apartment, a house, a place where you live, a dwelling, a hut, a shoebox. Some American buddies get upset when I use the word abode. They don't like it. They like their vocabulary. Simple. Simple, simple, simple. Uh, what else has been going on? Oh, I had some. Oh, I've had some weird stuff. Should we just jump in, jump into the random weird stuff? Uh, let's start. Where should I start? Where should I finish? So I was out one night a couple of weeks ago. Girl goes to me. You want to go to my place for a party? You know me. I like an old party or two. Party haze, they call me. Party, oh, quick side note. Recently found out. Party and play, P and P. If anyone ever asks you, do you want to go party and play? P and P. It doesn't mean calling over their house to play some Monopoly, some snakes and ladders, and some board games. Oh no, party and play. If someone said to me, do you want to party and play? I presume it meant booze and then pump. Booze, game of Monopoly. Potentially a pump. <laughs> I like the term potentially a pump. What are you up to? Potentially a pump. Oh, you're busy. Yeah, potentially a pump on the cards here. Uh, party and play. Party and pump is what I will presume. Party and party and an old board game. A couple of drinks, maybe pump, depending who's inviting you over. But in fact means... Do you want to do crystal meth and then pump? So at least I had the pump part, right? But I didn't have the crystal meth part. Party and PNP. You up for a bit of PNP? You up for some hardcore drugs? Get high as a kite and then have intercourse? I'll have to say no, thank you. 
Oh, it was good to know. It's like figuring out slowly but surely that crack in America does not mean the crack in Ireland. Crack in Ireland is he up for a laugh. Crack in America is do you like crack cocaine? Bit of a difference. We both speak English, but in different ways. Why are my tones always like this? I gotta try and figure it out. Speak more naturally. Uh, anyway. Party and play. I've had a lot of people ask me if I'm a crackhead. I look like a crackhead. Am I into crack? Three people one day asked me to smoke crack with them recently. Three people I didn't know. That's nice. I've broad appeal. Maybe it's the hair. My crackhead hair. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my hair. People asking me all the time since I was knee high to a duck. What's the story with your hair? And the answer is what I always tell them. I don't know. I get up, I wet my hair, I comb my hair. I use 74 different products that I bought that week that have been recommended me by charlatans and snake oil sellers, whatever they're called, in the hair industry business. None of them work, and then my hair turns into a bird's nest, and then people ask me at dinner, have you ever woken up and there's been a bird in your hair? Not yet, a couple of couple of monkeys never a bird i've gone off topic already we're only five minutes in and i forget what i was on about party and play was it that oh jesus um so yeah that's something party and play stay away stay away from me drug heads oh yeah so this girl goes to me do you want to go back to a party you know me i like a bit of party Party haze, they call me. Pants off, party on, as we say in the, the south of Ireland. Pants off, party on. So we're going back. I'm kind of getting the vibe as we're going back. There might not be a party. Is she trying to make a move? Anyway, we're in West Hollywood. We get to her building. And we're going inside. We're going up towards, we go up the steps towards our apartment building. And there's a homeless dude asleep in the doorway. He's blocking the door. Like, all right, cool. He wakes up as we come up. He starts just incoherent rambling at me. Oh, yeah. And what he's saying, I'm just looking at her going, oh, you okay? And she's just like shaking her head. He then makes sense. He says, get away from my girlfriend. I laugh. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's this weirdo rambling on about? I look at her for clarification. She looks at me. I was like, what's what's he on about? She's like, oh, this is my ex-boyfriend. He's homeless. I think we need to talk. And I was like, wait, what? Seriously? She was like, yeah, uh, I got to sort some stuff out with him. He gets up. He's got a bigger bird's nest hair than me. He picks up his backpack. He was kind of a good-looking homeless guy, which is rare. He's very dirty-looking. Kind of looked like that actor that was into the wild. That movie. I can't remember his name. So then I left. I left. I got bumped for a homeless guy. So that was nice. That's always a good thing for the ego. An old ego boost, as we say in the business. An old ego boost. And then the same night, this is some weird night. 
meet these other people. They're like, come to a party. I'm like, oh, you know me. That's my kryptonite when I'm boozing. Party on. So we go to a party that's like, I don't know, it's way in the middle of nowhere. I shouldn't have been going so far. Party on. Can I remember? Have a few boozes. I leave the party. I call an Uber. Waiting for the Uber. My phone dies. Disaster. I'm miles from home. Disaster. I have no charger. Disaster. It's bright at this point in the evening. In the morning, sorry. I'm just like, ah, oh, balls. I'm trying to flag down cars. Cars are going by, by me. Eventually, uh, Uber pulls up next to me. I flag her down. I'm like, I look in and there's like a big, not big, like a large, same word, large black lady. And she's looking at me and I just say, oh, are you my Uber that I ordered? And she's like, I think I've been sent here by by God to save you for Jesus. Something along those lines. I was like, uh, okay, can you drop me home? And she's like, yes, get in. I'm here to save you. Looking back at it, should I have gotten into the car with this strange woman? Just because she an Uber sticker on the car. But I was so far from home, I was like, all right, in I get. So I jump in. And uh, she's telling me about Jesus and that she wants to save me. And will I let her save me? She'll drop me home if she if I let her save me. I'm all about it. If I'm getting a ride home, drive on, lady. Drive on. So she's driving. I'm in the back seat. She's in the front. Um, she's praying for me. She asks me my name. She mishears it as Matthew. She's holding my hand while driving. I'm in the back seat. I have to pretend to be into this shenanigans because I want the free ride home. You know me. I'm a poor, pikey Irishman. I'll take anything for free. I was saying to a buddy, I kind of prefer free stuff over money sometimes. Like, obviously, money isn't very, very nice. But if someone gives me free stuff, oh, the feeling I get. It's a delight. It's a real treat. And an unexpected treat for free. Um, so we're just driving back. What was her name? It sounds like Takesha. Driving, she's praying. She asks me what I do and telling her comedy and writing. She's like, "Dear Lord Jesus, please pray for Matthew. He's lost his way in life. We're gonna find Matthew a new way. Matthew's gonna change the world with his writing and his comedy, but not when he's lost in the middle of nowhere." In the morning. Please God. Please help Matthew. And she's like say amen. I'm in the back seat holding her hand. While she drives. It's automatic. She only needs one hand for the wheel. And I'm like. Oh. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. All this stuff in the back seat. Jesus will save me. Matthew is here to be saved. <laughs> Matthew needs saving. Takesha, save me, Jesus. Please save me. Uh, so we get all the way home. It's, it's like, I don't know, 25 minutes or something. It's a bit of a chunky drive. And we get to my place. And, uh, oh, yeah, like on the way. She's, she's praying for me the whole way. She's like, 
Praise Jesus. Praise, praise Matthew. We're going to save this poor man's life. And Jesus, one more thing. I want to tell Matthew about a cookie business that I've set up. I'm going to make cookies. They're going to be the nicest cookies you've ever tasted, Jesus. And if Matthew's interested, maybe Matthew could help me with my cookie business. Say praise Jesus, amen, if you're interested in that, Matthew. Them in the back going, oh, I don't actually eat cookies. I've stopped eating sugary stuff because I prefer to use those calories for booze. And she's like, pardon, Matthew. I'm like, praise Jesus, I love cookies. So we get home, we get back to my old place. And we pull up and she's like, does Matthew have any money for me? I don't have any money on me. I don't have any cash. And I was like, eh, I don't, sorry. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, that's okay, Matthew. But you must let me take you to church. I got to take you to church and save you. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'd love to go to church. Something I really enjoy. Church on, as we say, church on. She's like, okay, give me your number, Matthew. And the door's locked. Oh, yeah, she'd locked the doors like all Uber drivers. The door was locked. So I give her a fake number, obviously. And then she obviously phones the fake number in front of me. Doesn't go through, obviously. I'm sitting in the back trying to open a locked door. She's like, Matthew, it doesn't work. And I was like, oh, yeah, geez, I gave him my Irish number by mistake. So then I have to give her my proper number. She phones it. She leaves me a voicemail. Um, and then she unlocks the doors. I'm like, thank you. Praise Jesus. She's going, I'm going to pray for you, Matthew. You're going to change the world. And I was like, I'll pray for you, Takesha. Make those cookies. So I forget about it. Then I get a text. Hey, Matthew, it's your angel. Cookie lady. Right? Pro focus, pray, take action now. That's what she texted me. And I was like, thank you. Cheers for the lift. And then next day or something, I get a big long text. You're God's son and he loves you. Please love yourself. Ask God what is your purpose for being here. Create how to stop. Don't block. Everyone will buy your book and you could be my silent partner with the Lord's cookie. When you solve, when you solve, she said, when you solve a problem, people buy it. Solve problems. Start saying, "I deserve, I deserve, I deserve." Are you busy at four? Can I take you to my tiny little church so we can pray for you and your life turn around? Let me know. At this point, I felt bad. Oh, she was leaving me voice messages too, asking me to go to church. She had been telling everyone about me at church. Um. And then she left me another voicemail where she was just halfway through the voicemail. She just had her going like this. He met you. Like she's something stuck in her throat. So I said, oh, I'm out of town. But when I come back, maybe I can come to the church. She was like, great. I told the members about you. Be safe. Be happy. We'll pray for you. And you will turn your life around with the help of God and prayer. The Lord is in you. I said, thank you. Praise be to the Lord. She told me, we met so God can wake you up. 
and take you into your purpose for being on this earth which you're right and you can touch move and inspire people if you come to my church we will all stand around you we will put our hands on you and we will pray that Jesus will save you so that was nice pretty nice of her I'm half thinking should I go to the church would it be funny or will they try and turn me into a cult of some sort not too sure I kind of stopped responding to her calls free ride worth it in the end should I go to the church should I have people manhandle me and pray for Jesus grow me is that a way to go in life who knows? Who knows? Um, so that was odd. I kind of forgot about that story, but then I just remembered it. That wasn't even the story I wanted to tell. But it was kind of funny. Thanks to her. Best of luck with the cookie company. She was like mid-50s maybe. Mid-60s. That was an odd one. That whole night was odd. Trying to tell buddies after what happened, and they're just like, "What? This did not happen." And then I played them the voicemails, and then they said, "How did this happen?" I told them, "I don't know." They said, "You're weird." I said, "No, I'm on God's purpose now." Uh, so that was kind of odd. Like all my stories, just peters out. Just no satisfying ending unless I go to the church and sort it out to see what happens. Uh, I've got another bad story that's just popped in my head. Oh, Lord, this one's pretty bad. This is the worst date I think you could ever go on. So I that doing a comedy show uh, a couple of weeks back. Front row, I was got on stage. This girl was in the front row. She was ridiculously good looking, so much so I just said mid set, oh Jesus, look at you. Then I forgot what I was going to say. And then I managed to get my words back. But anyway, after the show she came up and I was like, oh, la, 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 la. which is my way of saying, oh, how's it gone? What's your number? We just text. So she came in her no, she gave me her number. She's like, yeah, hit me up. Instagram. Gave me her number. These details are not important. <coughs> so we go for an old hike. Oh, what is important is that she's playmate of the year. That's important because her face is important later in the story. She's like ridiculously hot. So her face is important. So we go for a hike, hiking. I don't usually like hiking, but then I realize it just depends who I'm with. We're going hiking, we're running down the hill. I'm running down the hill. I can hear people mistake me for Crystalia. Is that Crystalia running? I was like, yeah, it's not me. Chris loves running down the hill and running. So that night we go for boozes, getting on like a house on fire. We got some karaoke bar in Boys Town here in West Hollywood. Uh, some guy recognizes me from from stand up. He's like, "Why don't you do some comedy?" I'm like, "Oh yeah," 
comedy at a karaoke bar. That's going to work well. So they go from like people all into I'm every woman. It's all in me to how's it going? My name is Mark from Ireland. Here are some jokes to ruin the night. But people seem to be into it. Her friends are loving it. I think she's liking it. Then we go to another bar. Then we're leaving. She's like, come on, let's bounce. I'm like, bounce on. So we're walking out and kind of holding her hand walking through the crowd. My other hand is in my jacket pocket. I'm like, oh, this is going well. Charm haze, they call me. Out of the corner of my eye, I notice there's a dude stumbling down steps of the bar. So we're walking out and he's walking kind of sideways towards me, but he's stumbling. He stumbles down the steps. He trips into me. I'm walking. I'm holding her hand. My hand is in my jacket pocket. My balance is basically all over the shop. Uh, I clip my feet after he falls into me. I do a slow motion fall where I say no. As I go down. I go down, but then I almost regain myself. But then I go down, and then I almost regain myself. And she turns around, and she's like, what's going on? It's all in slow motion. And then I just fling my body forward in a last attempt to gain balance. And I could not have pushed her harder if I tried. And I push her face first into a metal rail. Her beautiful face into a metal rail. Uh, to say there was blood everywhere would be an understatement. There's some little thing that connects your gums to your lips that rips off or rips open or something. Blood is pouring. She's in shock. Her face is bruised. I'm like, what? She's like too shocked, but her eyes are like, what did you just do? Our friends are coming over, everyone's getting hysterical. The bouncer's like, what do you do? I'm like, there's a guy fell into me. They're like, can't understand my accent. They're like, we're going to have to call the police. There's so much blood. I was like, oh, Jesus. She has to go to ER. She has to go to two different ERs, actually. Her face, her lips are battered. Her face is battered. Her teeth are loose. Basically, I am an idiot of the highest order. She was also shooting a movie a couple of days later. So all in all, I did very, very well. What a fucking dope. So that was good. Nice first date, as they say. Smooth. Drama free. Left her wanting more. Isn't that the key to dating? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that was bad. Thankfully, we hung out again since. Although I was also stupid a few more times since. Here's the thing. I don't know if it's all Irish people. I think my buddies are the same. I know it's me. Maybe it's just me being an idiot. But. I do not know how to make a move on a woman when I'm sober. Like, it's beyond bad. It's brutal. 
it's actually, it hurts me because there's a voice in my head going, what are you doing? And then the other voice in my head was like, I don't know. Like the gibberish. I also didn't know. I was hanging out at her place. And I just thought she was vaping, but it was actually some sort of weed. So I didn't know I was getting high as a kite off secondhand smoke. Oh, did I get high, but did not realize it. So the stuff that was coming out of my mouth was like, what are you saying? in my head and the other voice is like I don't know and I asked her a question I can't remember what I asked it was a stupid question stupid and she was looking at me was like why would you ask that question and then I said because I was high and I didn't know what I was saying and I said something I never said before I was like I'm just a little curious is all like I was either a housewife in Savannah I don't even know what Savannah is city or something a southern housewife I don't know what I was doing or else I was like Hannibal Lecter just a little curious as all like a creep like a sober creep still hanging out I don't know not sure she's sound smart and sound her face is back to normal happy days so yeah doing well at life people I'm doing well just cruising smooth smooth as they call me just get making his way through life uh, so yeah that was pretty bad apologies to her beautiful face um, trying to think what else sure they've written some notes Asking my buddy what he does for his podcast. He said he just writes a few notes. I said that's a good idea. And then I forgot to do it. Happy days. Um, Jesus. I'm just thinking about how bad that face smashing was. Pretty, pretty bad. Oh, I did write a poem about it. That's good at least. Sounds good when you inspire a poem. The poem was called Vision on the Hill. I don't know why he's writing the poems. Here's the here's the poem. Oh dear Lord, made a vision on the hill. Bander beauty brains are my giblets did fill. Tickled and they danced as we gibber laughed and pranced. But then I tripped, stumbled, fell. It was all going so well. Accident and all, but I smashed her face into a wall. Oh dear Lord, send another to the hill. Probably can't understand a word I was saying, but great poem. Thank you. Uh, I wrote another poem as well actually the other day while I'm on the poem kick might as well tell it this one is called Vodka I waited, I waited, I waited for you I waited, I waited, I waited past two I waited, I waited, I waited all day I waited, I waited, I waited to say I hate that I waited, I just went away I sat in the hill and waited for you I sat in the hill and drank till I knew I waited some more, but then I was gone. I drank one more, but knew it was done. I buried the bottle and sat in the hill. Nothing happened, so I left. Classic, classic, two classic poems. I have some more written. The reason was someone showed me these poems that I wrote like a couple of years ago, and I had no clue that I wrote, had written them. They were definitely me, but I'm like, I can't remember writing them. Some classic, classic poems. Um, 
had a lesbian couple recently. They told me they'd be into me if I was a woman with a penis. I was nice to them. I should have really told them on the spot, oh, I actually am. I'm a womanly kind of man. All I do is trip and smash beautiful women's faces into metal gates. I had a hipster and a cowboy hat come up to me the other night and he introduced himself as South, as in North, South, East and West. No is what I told him. Hey, I'm South. No. See you later, boss. It's good as well. People, Whenever people hear my accent, they're like, oh, we can scam this dude. I was at the bank there recently. Guy in front of me at the bank was uh, just talking to people. Then he asked me where I'm from, and he said, Ireland. His eyes lit up like he had found his mark. Ironically, my name is Mark, so he had found a mark at least. And then he started saying, hey, man, you want to do something? You want to make an extra $100? Why don't you write me a check, and I'll transfer that money back into your account with an extra 100 And I'm just looking at him like, oh, yeah. Now that sounds delightful. Sign me up for that easy hundred. I said, yes, I couldn't turn down free money. He said he'll do it within 30 days. It's only been seven. So the joke's on everyone else who told me I was foolish. That money will be in the pocket and then I can buy all the porridge I want. An extra hundred dollars worth of porridge in the pocket. Oh, here's another poem that I wrote. Smooth like no... Once upon a rhyme, words went away. Eating some basil, all crunchy like hay. Doesn't make sense soon, hope it will. Like me pulling sober, I need to just chill. Warble all awkward, words fall out. All about basil and do you like trout? Well, I didn't know, cause I am a dope. Was high as a kite. Secondhand smoke, tried to make a move. Jesus, horrendous, she looked at me like... Time to end us. Smile, be smooth, give a stone pout. Oh God, you're weird. Please get out. It's actually not a bad one. If I say so myself, not a bad one at all. Maybe it's the way I told it. It's the way I told it. Doing some good comedy shows recently. Happy days. Did one did a guest spot in Oxnard last night. It's fun. Buddy Chris doing a big show. Then he had his feature, Michael. Then his opener, Craig. And then I slid in between them all. Pretty good. Big crowd. They were into it. They understood my gibberish. They looked at my bird's nest. Oh, man, yesterday was so... I laughed twice yesterday, like I have not laughed in ages. They're not going to translate well at all. But the first one was the four of us were at Starbucks next near the comedy club. I think I was talking to Chris and then Michael and Chris or Craig were talking to each other. And we noticed that some woman had come up to Michael and we didn't hear her. But what she had said to him was like, oh... My husband is kind of drunk. Can you help me take him out to the car? As you do. She was like a Mexican woman, maybe 40. And Michael, for some reason, he was just like, sure. So him and Craig go over. 
it's like five o'clock. It's daylight in the Starbucks. It's kind of it's a busy Starbucks. She brings him to the back of Starbucks to uh, by the bathroom. <laughs> everyone was well, not everyone. I was like, what the hell's going on? I was having Chris just looked over, and there was like a like a sturdy, heavy, like fat Mexican dude, probably about fifty, hammered. Like he was leaning in the corner against the wall, just like the look in his face was like, oh, I'm drunk and it's daytime, it's five o'clock and I'm hammered. You can say any of that, but that was the smiling look in his face, I know it well. So I just, it was so weird and funny. And the wife was just like cool about it, she was just kind of laughing, but her husband was hammered. So then Mike. And Craig kind of put them, they have to kind of carry him out. So they put him like over their, an arm over each shoulder. And they're both holding their coffee. And then they realize how like dense this dude is. He's just like a lump of a man. And they're struggling. And for some reason, the way Craig, the look of panic in his face, because he couldn't hold his coffee. <laughs> and the dude, and he just goes to me, please take my coffee, hold the coffee. And I just broke down laughing. And then Mike was like, oh, no, you got to take my coffee, too, to Chris. So then me and Chris just laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed. Like, I tears. I started at one side of Starbucks, and I laughed and stumbled so much, I ended up at the other side of Starbucks. <coughs> that was a hilarious laugh. Like, it tired me, it hurt my cheeks to massage my cheeks after it. I was laughing so much. Um... So that was fun. So then I was like, "All right, that's that's uh, that's gonna. I want that laugh won't be beaten. That's that's the laugh of the day. Like if I was out at night boozing and I laughed that much, I'd probably go home because I knew I was done. Like the night couldn't reach a higher point. But then after the show, we were back in West Hollywood getting a munch. This won't translate well either. But Mike was googling something." And he thought the phrase was lost of oxygen instead of loss of oxygen. So like, he's an oh, he died because he had a loss of oxygen. He thought it was, he died because he had a loss of oxygen. <laughs> Still makes me laugh. I was lost for words. I had a loss for words. Jesus, that was funny too. That actually hurt my back. I was laughing so much. It hurt my stomach. It hurt my face. But then my back started seizing up. That's how I know I'm in great shape. Got to get back into yoga, people. Hold my moving. I'm not doing hot yoga anymore. Still got the APAC. Thank you. APAC is. Um, <laughs> people hate when I say APAC is, but it's funny. It's funny to me, and that's all that matters. Uh, that was funny, though. They were two good laughs, and they still make me laugh. Happy days. All right, time to wrap, wrap, rip, wrap this up. Uh, just trying to read some tweets, see if they trigger any reminders in my head. The worst is when someone feels comfortable enough to show you their true selves. Very true indeed. Uber driver compliment my hair and ask if we've slept together before. Five stars. It's also true as an Uber pool. I don't know. There was tension in the air, but then we picked up other Uber drivers. A girl and her mom. 
And then we never spoke again, me and the Uber driver. Didn't even get a chance to say, ha, oh, what? What's going on? Oh, here's a classic tweet. Some idiot just knocked over the display of mayonnaise jars at Trader Joe's, and now he's fleeing the scene while tweeting about it. That idiot was me, in case you're wondering. The girl told me, you look like the kind of guy that sends a lot of dick pics. That's nice. It's nice that that's the kind of thing that I'm putting out there into the world. Oh, yesterday was Dodge. Well, first of all, I woke up yesterday and I was girl texts you, he's like, oh, hey, can you do me a favor? And because I'm a man about the pump, I was like, oh, yeah, what is it? I'll do you a favor. She's like, can you go over to my friend's house and see if he's, if he is dead from doing blow? I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, I want to start my day by seeing if uh, some guy is dead. I want to see a corpse because he's overdosed on cocaine. Thankfully, he didn't. I didn't have to go over. But that would have been a balls if that's how I started my Sunday. Although I dodged yesterday. I went for coffee in the morning around noon. And then my phone died at coffee. So I was like to my buddy, all right, I'm going to go home and charge my phone. Like, if I was on a really good date with someone and my phone died, I'd probably just go home. You have to have your phone at all times. So I'm walking home, and I probably sh- I had too much porridge in my system, porridge in the coffee. Noon, it was hot outside. I'm walking on sunset, and I can just feel my bowels are not happy with me. They're just like, oh, it's coming. The coffee diarrhea is coming. And I was like, oh, no. I almost started crying in anticipation of what could possibly happen. Even now I can feel it. I was like, am I going to shit myself? Is this going to happen? Please, Jesus, don't ruin my Sunday. Please, Lord. I'll join up with Takesha and help her with her cookie, her Lord's cookie company business. If you just please let me get home in time. And I didn't have, my phone was dead, so I couldn't call an Uber. And even though there were some places along the way, I just had to get home because it was one of those ones where I was going to be sweating so much. I'd have to be naked on the toilet for full effect. Otherwise, I'd never leave. So I'm walking along sunset. And once or twice, I have to stop because these ripples go through my body. And it's just the Lord is testing me. He's like, can you hold it? This is a test, Mark. This is you walking through the desert. Are you going to shit yourself? And I'm walking past one place, and then I start half running, because I don't know what to do. Is it better to walk or to run? Should I go slow and keep it in, or go run and just go for the best? And I passed this one restaurant, and this hot girl was like, hey. Like I know, I knew her, and I think I knew her from somewhere. But I just said no, and I had to keep going. I had to make it home. And oh, Jesus, did I just make it home. That would have been an awful way. Imagine if she was just like, hey, and my bowels released themselves. Oh, that would have been a lovely way to start the day. But I made it home, thankfully. So that was nice. Nice weekend. Got a free pair of runners off my buddy yesterday too. Happy days. 
Can be some nice runners. Do you ever think your style is good? And then people are like, no, you should change this. And you're like, no, I think I know what I'm on about. And then they go, look, try these runners. And you try them on and you're like, oh, you were 100% right. That's what happened yesterday. Happened to me with my jeans before. I used to wear baggy jeans. And my first roommates here were like, uh, you would be far more attractive to people if you didn't wear these huge jeans. Try these skinny ones. And I was like, no, I think I know a bit about style. I'm from Ireland. They were like, look, just try them. And then I was like, oh, you're 100% right. What was I doing all the time? I wonder if I'm on my deathbed. And I'll be like, I finally figured things out. I can finally live <laughs> live my true life now. And then it just goes, Probably, probably, one more thing, there's no one I hate more than almost good-looking white guys who think they can dance. They annoy me immensely. Just want to throw that out there in case you're one of those people. I don't like you. All right. Great jibber. My coffee buzz is wearing thin. Um, all right, that's about it. If you want to see any more, Twitter, Snap, or Instagram, at Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U, Trickadoo. Website, just renewed it today, marquez.tv. Check out my books on the Amazon, Random, The Adventures of an Irish Guy in L.A., Randomer. The continued adventures and pre-dumb before I came to LA. Stories of me being a wee Irish boy. Grown up, having sex with my bed. Many stories like that. Pump on, as we say. Pump on. Alright, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck.